welcome back to Rabbit Hole Happy Hour. This is Ashley. This is Mallory. And we are recording in a new environment tonight. So just gotta go ahead and warn you that there might be a little weird noise. We're in my house tonight, which isn't as like, I don't know, padded as your house. (laughs) (laughs) I have carpet. She has hardwood floors. I don't know. I don't know what else is also, padding. There's, there's a pool party going on next door. Oh, yeah. So there's children screaming in the background. And we had to turn off the air conditioner because yeah, it was so really loud. Mm-hmm. And what else? The chairs are creaky. The chairs are creaky. I'm creaky. <laughs> My back hurts. <laughs> anyway, we're going to do our best. Yeah. But just to let you know. Disclaimer. Anyway. I'm really excited for this episode, Mallory. I hope it's... I feel nervous about it. It's been weeks in the making. I don't want to just crap on it from the gate, but I I think it's really interesting, and I was consumed by it for a little while when I found out about it, so hopefully other people think it's intriguing, too. But I did find out some new stuff in doing this podcast that I did not know before, so... Oh. Yeah. I'm so excited. Kind of shaped my opinion on it a little bit. So, <laughs> anything new with you? What's going on in your life, bitch? What is going on in my life? When was our last episode before my birthday? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Okay. Mallory's another year older. I'm another year older. Everyone sent her depends. Yeah, I got a box full of depends. What? No. <laughs> I didn't do anything crazy for my birthday. I just uh, went out to eat with Brent and Ashley and on separate occasions. Oh, oh yeah. I went to see my sister in Asheville. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's That's always fun. And they took me out to dinner too, to a really nice Indian restaurant, which is really freaking good. Indian food is the fave. Yeah, it's so good. Stayed there for like three or four days and then came back. And then I was like, Ashley, I don't know if I can finish this in time. So we pushed it out a week. So (laughs) I will say this is like, I did a lot of work on this one. Was not expecting to have to do this much. I don't know why, because I, I knew that this story doesn't have any like news sources or like, there's no like media on it really at all. There are a few articles, but they mostly have no idea what's going on because they look at it from like a very high level. Oh yeah. Just broad scope and don't yeah. really dig into anything so anyway other than that I don't know. that'd be like if you were trying to look at news sources for a chris chan episode oh exactly yeah uh, there's just oh my god you would have to just dive into the <laughs> oh internet's god. asshole to like find, yeah, find exactly. all that info <laughs> exactly i and i did on this one too <laughs> dive into the internet's asshole not quite but almost Well, kind of. Anyway, anything new with you? No, I don't think so. My back hurts. I just, no. You're at that age where if you sleep the wrong way, you're fucked for weeks. I know. It hurts. That sucks. All right. Well, I guess I'm going to get into it. Yes. So tonight I'm going to tell you about the internet mystery known as Lake City Quiet Pills. So intriguing sounding already. Does <laughs> yeah. it have to do with pills? No, not okay. really. Interesting. So 
first, I want to give a shout out to Kit of the podcast Fringe Theory, which is actually a podcast hosted by Kit and then my sister Abby, for the brilliant idea to use ChatGPT for a drink suggestion based on the podcast topic. So that is what I did. And it kind of ties in since it's an internet thing, I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> they just did a recent episode on AI. So Yeah, singularity. Yes. So go check that out after you're done listening to us. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to read to you what it said because it's really dumb and funny. So it lists the ingredients and the instructions. So the drink is called, apparently... The enigmatic elixir. <laughs> Just I tip dumb. my hat to you, madam. <laughs> Milady. Milady. <laughs> so it says the enigmatic elixir embodies the essence of mystery and intrigue surrounding Lake City Quiet Pills. The combination of gin and elderflower liqueur offers a delicate and enigmatic flavor profile, while the honey syrup adds a touch of sweetness that veils the true nature of the drink. The orange bitters hint at hidden depths, much like the elusive stories of the subject. So the drink is an ounce and a half of gin, half an ounce of St. Germain elderflower liqueur, half an ounce of dry vermouth, a quarter ounce of honey syrup, which is just equal parts honey and hot water, a dash of orange bitters. We have aromatic bitters, but whatever. And then ice and the lemon peel for garnish. It's pretty good. So uh, Yeah, it doesn't look very pretty. It just looks kind of like slightly tinted water, but yeah. <laughs> but it is good. It's very good. The second part of this is it says, savor the enigmatic elixir as you embrace the riddles and puzzles that surround Lake City Quiet Pills. Let the allure of the cocktail lead you into the realm of curiosity and imagination. Cheers. Oh my God. <laughs> so. I feel like... If ChatGPT was a person, he'd be wearing a fedora. <laughs> In this instance, yeah. For sure. <laughs> I had to try to draw some... You remember that art that's made of, like, just symbols on the keyboard? Yeah. ASCII art or whatever it's yeah. called? I had to try to draw words in that, and it cannot get it right. It, like, will put random weird partial words and oh, wow. stuff like that. Yeah, it's really weird, so... I was taking a gamble doing a drink suggestion. <laughs> yeah. Well, a funny thing is, initially, Mallory told me that it tried to make a drink with, what's it called? Oh, blue curacao. And that's funny to me because Kit's drink in their episode oh. also had that ingredient. It is weird. In so, the description on that one, it said it was supposed to represent the lake, which there's nothing to do with a lake on this in the mm. story at all. So I was like... Can you make one without the blue? Yeah. <laughs> and then it gave me this. Or give me a few more, and then I thought they didn't sound good, so I came to this one. But anyway. So, up front, the story that I'm about to tell, I'm going to mention a lot of... It's an internet mystery, so there's a lot of internet lingo, computer stuff, you know, in this story. So, I'm going to try my best to explain some things so you're not totally lost at some points. Um, overall, I think it's not hard to understand. I just, there's just some like terms that people may not get if they're mm-hmm. not regulars. So first off, I'm going to mention the website reddit.com a lot. If you're not familiar with Reddit, it's basically a huge website where people can create online communities based on interests, news, fandoms, anything. 
and they create posts with threads that people can make comments and talk about these things mm -hmm. in. So just so you understand some of the terminology I'm going to use, the communities that are created around these different things that people are posting about are called subreddits. And they're usually denoted by a prefix of r slash because in the URL, that's literally what it reads. So reddit.com slash r slash example. So when people on the internet are talking about a particular subreddit, for instance, you know, people would just call it r slash jokes or r slash whatever. And the people that use Reddit are commonly referred to as Redditors. So anyway, there's a subreddit for cats. There's a news subreddit. There are subreddits for every hobby imaginable. And it ranges from the most benign subjects to the most depraved, really. There is a subreddit for crime scene photos, which I have looked at briefly before, but it shows extreme gore and dead people, obviously. On the other end of the spectrum, there's a subreddit for devout Christians and a counter subreddit called ex-Christian. There's an ex-Mormon subreddit. Yep. There's ex-JW, like all this kind of stuff. There's also, I found this out the other day, a subreddit for opiate users. And they will literally post like their dope and the needles and stuff on Reddit. Oh my God. <laughs> like, what are you doing? If anyone, I don't know. I guess no one's looking that hard, but I would be scared to do that. Anyway. That's crazy. <laughs> so, long story short, anything you're interested in, unless it's, like, super fucking illegal, there's a subreddit for it. Mm -hmm. So, another thing that you should know is that Reddit uses a voting system, or basically, like, a likes and dislikes system on all of its posts, and they call them upvotes and downvotes. Obviously, upvote is, like, a like, downvote is, like, a dislike. Okay. Reddit lesson over. And I apologize to those of you who already know and use Reddit. I just don't want to alienate a portion of our listener base that may not be familiar with it. That's so considerate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So once upon a time, there was a Reddit user by the screen name of Religion of Peace. The account was created in December 2007. His real name was Milo, and he was caught up in a lot of taboo online activity. If you look at his post history on Reddit, he talks a lot about his experience in various wars and discusses a lot of programming and IT things. So that stuff's not so taboo. But Milo was also a moderator of a subreddit called r slash jailbait. Oh no. If you were not on Reddit back in the day this existed or ever, obviously you may not be familiar with the subreddit, though some of you gutter-minded people may know the term. This particular subreddit skirted legality by hosting pictures of minors that had clothes on, but sometimes just barely. You can guess the intention of the subreddit. It was for people who liked people that were underage. Minors. Gross. Pedophiles. So, anyway, Milo was a moderator. So, he was... The, the ringleader. Yeah, exactly. One of them. And a lot of his Reddit activity is him constantly yelling at spammers that plagued r slash jailbait yelling i mean yelling on the internet you know what i mean oh just like like yeah, you'll see because i have examples okay because <laughs> he's he's moderating yeah so r slash jailbait is no longer in his existence uh, apparently one day some guy just a random poster got really positive reactions 
or a lot of upvotes or positive comments and stuff on a picture that he submitted. So because he was super smart, he decided to make a public offer to PM people naked pictures of the same girl. Oh my God. And like I said, the subjects of these pictures were all underage. So, and unfortunately, multiple people took him up on this, which was kind of a problem because naked pictures of minors are child sexual abuse material, which is really fucking illegal. So thankfully, some people over on an internet forum called Something Awful brought this to the attention of the media. And Anderson Cooper ended up running a story on this subreddit. And like the founder of the subreddit ended up on the news and all this kind of crap. Oh my god. So anyways, the admins ended up closing the subreddit for good. But back to Milo. (laughs) This is what I'm talking about. (laughs) Wow. Milo was very active on Reddit. It seemed to be an outlet for him. He would share his political beliefs and opinions. For Just, by the way, I have up a screenshot of him, quote unquote, yelling at spammers. Yeah. Like, so many fucking comments just telling him to get the fuck out or, like, fuck off. Is he British? Um, no. Not that we know of. Because he says sawed off. I know. I thought that, too. There's, there's some weird things. Okay. So, but anyways, for instance, he despised news corporations like Fox News and CNN, and he regularly lashed out at people who gave technical advice he did not agree with, and spammers, obviously. He would not shy in telling people to fuck off. He was one of those angry people on Reddit. So, (laughs) Milo would also talk about his past, talking about what life was like during the Cold War. And that he was stationed with the military in Palestine in 1946 to 1949. What? He even claims to have been in the Battle of Normandy. So, (laughs) he's an old guy? Like, very old. Right. So, remember, this is 2007, I think. Mm -hmm. So, that's been, oh my god. Should I get out my calculator? Yeah, really. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite 20 years, but we're getting there. So the Cold War was what year? I think the Cold War was in the 50s, 60s. But he said he was in Palestine in 1946. Okay. So he'd be like, if he was like 18 when he was in Palestine or whatever, he'd be at least like 79. (laughs) Good math. Because Milo claims constantly that he was born in the year 1930. And at the time of his last post, 14 years ago, he repeatedly tells people he is 79 years old. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot believe it. I know. Good job. So now I have to state the obvious because I know you're all thinking it. Obviously, this has to be a troll, right? I mean, yeah. a man in his late 70s, like late 70s, using an electronic device to post on Reddit. And not only that, there is proof in his comment history that he's an IT wizard. No way this could be a 79-year-old man. I wouldn't believe it if you just presented only these things to me as well. And, you know, regardless of whether you think at any point during this story that Milo is really a 79-year-old tech wizard posting on Reddit, stick with me because it gets weirder. So on May 18th, 2009, Religion of Peace, Milo, made a post on the r slash Reddit subreddit. I guess there's a meta subreddit. I don't know. With a simple title, I got tired of using commercial image hosts. I set up my own. You can use it if you want. 
and it has a link to a website with the URL lakecityquietpills.com. Weird. I have a screenshot up of the homepage that I found on the Internet Archive Wayback Machine, which if you're not aware, I use this a lot doing this episode. It's a website that allows you to see versions of websites as they appeared on certain dates in the past. So it's really cool. Anyway, nowhere on the homepage are the words Lake City Quiet Pills. Mm -hmm. Instead, the title of the website on the top of the page is That Old Guy's Image Host. And then there's just a bunch of buttons on the body of the page that allow you to upload images to the site. The Terms of Service lists that you must be 13 or older to use the website, 13, despite stating in the next sentence that if you have a problem with porn, graphic violence, or gore, you should not register or view this website. (laughs) That's, what? Yeah. So, I don't know why they said 13, because obviously it should have been 18, but... Mm -hmm. Okay, so why should you care about any of this or about this off-color supposedly old man on the internet with a nudie website of his own? You don't have to. But on July 16th, 2009, Milo, a.k.a. Religion of Peace, commented on a Reddit post about CIA assassins, which made some people who had been paying attention to his posts do a double take. The post was a link to an article, and the comment Religion of Peace made read... LOL. I always get a laugh when I read articles demonstrating such naive... How do you say that word? Naivety. 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 How do you say it? Naivety. How do you say it, though? Naivety. Is that really? I think. Okay. Naivety. 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 Anyway. Naivety. Naivete. I can't can't take that seriously for some reason. It sounds so dumb. I don't know. (laughs) How do you say naivete? Naivete. Naivete? No way. Naivete. This is really a problem. All right. LOL. I always get a laugh when I read articles demonstrating such naivete. Of course, there are assassinations. There are some things that the legal system can't fix. I'm awaiting the massive flood of downvotes without surprise. So many people actually believe that as fucked up as things are right now, and as they have been for the last 20 years, that they aren't needed. What do you want to bet that Bernie Madoff follows Ken Lay's path? I can think of any number of criminal organizations that would benefit from a dose of Lake City Quiet Pills. I'll just go get some baskets for the downvotes now. There's that phrase again. The mm-hmm. URL of that old guy's image host, Lake City Quiet Pills. Mm-hmm. And in this instance, he's using quiet pills as a euphemism for something that would silence someone, or what people would later assume to mean kill them. What no one realized at the time is that the simple phrase would launch an intriguing internet mystery that is still being debated on today. So did he insert a URL to that site, or did he just highlight it within the comment? I highlighted it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why I decided to do that, but I did. <laughs> like I said, thought you needed a little help. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> You're like, you don't understand. <laughs> he says, Lake City Quiet Pills. Something so cringy about Reddit is like whenever anyone mentions upvotes and downvotes, it's like, oh my God. Remember when we cared about it? Do you remember when we got that? thing yeah that you could download and it would 
alert you in real time. Yeah. What? It was <laughs> like a, you're, you're getting? a stock ticker for your upvotes. <laughs> yeah. And it'd be like, remember that one time one of us posted something that got lots of upvotes and it was like, ding, 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 ding. and we were like, yeah, we're famous. <laughs> oh my God, that was so amazing. Holy shit. So stupid, dude. <laughs> Whenever anyone's like, I know this is going to get downvoted, but. Yeah. It's like, shut up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> my God. Okay. So anyways, after this comment was made, Milo continued as usual. One comment talking about his time in the armed forces in 1987 and another explaining how he's happy he found a job in the computer field that doesn't require much physical effort and how it works for him. His verbiage made it seem like he was still employed at 79 years old. Well, Hmm. not impossible is definitely out of the norm. Mm -hmm. Of course, if I can make some social commentary, I feel like all the millennials are still going to be working at age 79. (laughs) I mean, if you go to Walmart, you're going to see... Many a 79-year-old greeting you at the door. That's true. It's really sad, honestly. I think it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Anyway, that's a rant for another time. So Milo actually claims to have enlisted in the military at age 14 and then lived through and was present at a number of historical events, like I said, and then he moved to a computer technology job at age 57. And at age 79, he is posting on Reddit, Sometimes openly discussing what should be some of the darkest times of his life, talking about death and war. So who is Milo really? And why did he make an image hosting website that has an unrelated URL of a phrase that Milo apparently uses to mean to kill someone? So if you look at that old guy's image host, which I'll post a screenshot of the page to the Instagram, it's super bare bones, like I said. There's literally nothing special about it. It just looks like your old, typical old internet web page with an image upload section. As summer of 2009 approached, Milo would regularly promote Lake City Quiet Pills in his day-to-day activity. The advertising that Milo did really did not gain too much attention, except on r slash jailbait, where, like I said, he was a moderator. And by July 2009, it was hosting about 2,254 images. Expectedly, it was mostly porn. And with no one really batting an eye at the URL, the website slowly began to take off. At around 1 a.m. Central Time on July 17, 2009, the Religion and Peace account made a typical comment about reporting spam subreddits and being frustrated that they were still there despite his reports. Complaining about spammers, it's what Milo did best. The thing is, This comment was the last comment Religion of Peace would ever make on Reddit. And from this point forward, Religion of Peace as we know him would vanish. At around 1 p.m. the same day, 12 hours after Milo's last comment, which no one really knew was his last comment yet, but a new Reddit account was made by the name 2-6. And 50 minutes later, they made their first post. It was titled, The End of Religion of Peace. He died today. And the post read, I'm the person who provided Religion of Peace the space for that old guy's image host. Milo died today. He was 79 years old. He died at his desk looking at your site. (laughs) Milo was a mean old fucker. Mean and ornery. This is riddled with spelling errors, by the way. He hooked me up with my first gig when I got out of the army. 
I didn't like finding him like that. Milo don't have any living relatives and no real friends, and other than his landlady and a few people where he worked, he didn't talk to anyone about much of anything. Me, he just tolerated. As I said, he was mean. I think he used that as a shield to keep people away from him. Milo thought God was some kind of con game thought up by some lazy sons of bitches who didn't want to work every day. So he's going into the fire on Monday without a service, just like he wanted. I'm planning to dump his ashes in the woods in PA near where he was born. Can't put them there right now because there's a mall there right now. (laughs) What? (laughs) I gave the girl next door his raggedy old cat and most of his books. His computer's antronic shit, I guess electronic shit, he tagged for the disabled vets and it says VVA. I'm sure it means VA. All the rest of the stuff is for the Salvation Army. All those years and everything he owned fits in the trunk of my car. I don't know what else to say. I'll miss him. Miserable bastard. So the post is full of spelling and grammatical errors. Like, kind of stupid ones that don't even really seem real to me. Mm -hmm. But who knows? I don't know. The comment section of the post was mostly supportive. I mean, people knew who this guy was because he was so freaking vocal in those subreddits that he frequented. But there were a few that called it out for being fake and a hoax, Mm -hmm. understandably. To casual bystanders, this was just the end of a weird, possibly fake thing about a possibly fake Reddit user. Religion of Peace was supposedly pushing 80 after all. Some, though, thought it was too easy of an out for a moderator of a barely legal subreddit and purveyor of other questionably legal images. It seemed to some that maybe Milo wanted to disappear. So, in the tradition of armchair detectives across the internet, these people began to dig. 2-6 didn't have any more Reddit comment or post history. He just made a few comments in the post that he made about Milo's death. One, interestingly, provides exact coordinates to the spot he supposedly spread Milo's ashes. The coordinates lead to the side of a highway where a Holiday Inn Express is located, just outside of Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. By the way, there is a mall right behind this Holiday Inn, just as he described. But he was saying... (laughs) It's so weird. Why is he telling people the coordinates of the ashes like no one gives a shit? I can't remember. He made a comment replying to somebody about it, and he said, in case you're interested... This is where he's buried or whatever, whatever spread or whatever. That's so weird. So I don't know. So two sixes Reddit posts and comments have consistent grammatical and spelling errors. Like I mentioned earlier, these internet detectives found several accounts across the internet with the name two and it's two dash six or with the number spelled out T W O dash S I X. Some of them had grammatical and spelling errors, and some did not. Eventually, one was found on a site not dissimilar to Reddit called Bark.com. <laughs> Bark. Bark. The account's name was Angel2-6, and the account was made in October 2001. The email address associated with it, angel.2.6 at lakecityquietpills.com. And in the bio... It read, dispensing Lake City quiet pills to lousy bastards in need of permanent rest since 1968. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah. Obviously. So what is fart? My fark. What is fark? It's like a Reddit-like website. Okay. It's like ancient. Yeah. I think. Yeah, fark. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's not news. It's Fark. It's Fark. Yeah, I have no idea what it would possibly be named that, but anyway. <laughs> so, obviously, this Angel 2-6 is connected to Milo and that old guy's image host, a.k.a. LakeCityQuietPills.com. Or the same guy. Or he is the same guy. But the image hosting site was not created until 2009. So what the hell was it doing on an account from 2001? Eventually, Angel 26 was found in the comment sections of various articles centering on 9-11 since it was mm -hmm. a little over the... Like a literally month, a month later. Yeah. After 9-11 happened. Interestingly, the typos and grammatical errors that the Reddit user 26 made are non-existent mm -hmm. in these comments. Various other accounts on other websites with the name Angel 26 came to light, none of which have the gram grammatical errors the Reddit 26 made. These accounts spanned from a ZBrush forum, which ZBrush is a 3D modeling software, to Yahoo Answers, to a forum where the user commented about spam filtering. Spam. Milo didn't like spam. So when you clicked on any of Milo's links to that old guy's image host, the URL was specifically lakecityquietpills.com slash photo slash multihost slash index.php. Curiously, when you delete all of this extra stuff at the end of the URL and just navigate to lakecityquietpills.com, you're just met with a completely white blank page. No redirect, no 404 page not found, just a blank page. And this stood out to people. So some people ended up looking at the source code of the blank website. Here is where, to me, this actually starts to get pretty weird. The source code, if you're not familiar, I'll explain this <laughs> too, of a website is it is the code that makes up the entire website you see. And you can look at it for any website you visit in a browser. In coding, you can make what are called comments, which is text that will not affect the code of the website, nor will it show up on the website. So in the code for LakeCityQuietPills.com, the blank page, there was something weird. Mm -hmm. A bunch of text that listed out what sounded like job postings. Job postings that were meant to be kept secret. So I will read for you what this says. This is so creepy. Isn't it? Ugh. I didn't think job post. Okay, sorry. Oh, you didn't? Well, I thought like, like sex slavery, like. Well, it and you know what? It's open to interpretation because who the fuck knows what the hell this is, honestly. Like I said, this is still like being debated today and we don't have a ton of concrete answers, although we do get some things answered, like I'll tell you by the end of the episode. But yeah, it's really weird. So... There are just little descriptions. The first one is poor English French private security on cruise must be bondable. Another one is immediate need 12 and there's lots of abbreviations 12 SA Spanish speaking no papers required no records kept four week paid sequester if refused. Another one and some of these list like that they're filled and this is a filled one. For Italian slash Spanish speakers, no euro W slash W must be bondable. Four for 24-7 DP, four-week gig, English speaking, Spanish slash Portuguese fluency a plus. 
and then need a formed group eight to ten single op delive maybe delivery bonus i don't know gentleman's agreement insurance immediate need three chinese korean fluent korean dialect accent details after content six weeks sequester there's a couple more just kind of the same thing and then it says at the end shade is maintaining the calendar and access to the file dump angel has the job postings for eu and asia we aren't sending anyone to me no one don't ask for listings at least i that's my what i think and that's what i, I mean they say job postings in this so that's why I, I was figuring oh my god it feels like jeffrey epstein-ish yes like, dude yeah, yeah. Like they're getting these they're sourcing these girls they're finding these women or like with these very specific qualities for rich people or something it's yeah that's the vibe i get oh my god ew i don't know well that is kind of there is a two camps on this and one is like some kind of sex ring Mm -hmm. and then the other is some kind of group of like assassins or a private military company or something like that but then why the jailbait thing well right I don't know. That makes no sense. But there's more that just, I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, like I said, there's a lot of speculation on what some of these acronyms and abbreviations mean. Like W slash W, people are like, could it be wet work or is it wants and warrants? Because it said that you can't have any European W slash W. I'm assuming wants and warrants so that. Oh, yeah. So no one's looking for them. Right. So, people also were still speculating more on what the name Lake City Quiet Pills really meant, especially considering its context in Angel 2-6's FARC bio. It was seeming to people that they might be referring to bullets. But the reason that people latched onto this explanation was that in Lake City, Missouri, there is an army ammo manufacturing plant called the Lake City Army Ammunition Plant. That is so hard to say. Yeah. Lake Dude. City Army Ammunition Plant. Yeah. Operated by Winchester. <laughs> yeah. Like the gun? Yes. So I think what this manufacturing facility does is distributes ammo to the military, to the army itself. Given Milo claims to have been in the military, I guess people were, were thinking it wasn't impossible that this is where he got the name from. As investigators dug back further... Another message was found in the source code on a version of LakeCityQuietPills.com that was dated the same day as Milo's supposed passing. So this is like in the same area where they had those listings. Okay. Like the code for the website. Right, exactly. I'm sorry to tell you the old Milo died yesterday. He went quiet and calm, not like we all figured. I gave that fat mangy cat of his to the little girl next door. I'm assuming door is what he means, but he left off the word. Mm -hmm. No services or nothing. You know Milo. I'm taking his ashes back to where his farm was. Close to it anyway. There's a mall where his place was. So hoist a few for the old man. Remember what he said. Keep the faith with the man who's got your back. Another message was later found, dated November 14th, 2009. Milo's will cleared probate. And these are loaded with... The spelling errors, the weird, yeah, just like that no one would ever make. 
for instance, they spelled the word surprise, S-I-R-P-R-I-Z. <laughs> So it, it says Milo's will cleared probate. Surprise, Milo was loaded. Email Shade if we sent you out in 2005 to 2009. Shade will have checks cut for you. Amount is by how many times, not by pay total. Small share is 3 to 4K. And two months later, January 12th, 2010. Happy New Year, everyone. We're having a birthday party for the old man on the 19th. Party starts at 1500 at the usual. Send your RSVP to Shade. FYI, we're booking a room for three days for anyone coming from out of the area. An overnight for locals. Come hoist one for Dutch Milo. I mean, this is weird to post yeah. in the source code of a website, especially when there's also like weird job listings or whatever they are posted there. But I mean... This message seemed innocent enough, right? Just having a party for their old friend who made this image hosting website, I guess. Another message in the source code is posted. January 18th, 2010. We got 38 rooms in the Marriott on 46. Shade has the key cards for locals. In parentheses, pick up at the party. Give your travel name to the desk and that's it. No ID needed since we're covering the bill. Keep the room service under 500, okay? The phones there are not secure. Bus from the hotel leaves at 13.30. Car service vouchers for a return trip when you're ready to crash. Don't DUI. <laughs> Keep the room service under 500. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I know. <laughs> the numbers get even more ridiculous because you'll see. Anyway. So, Okay. On this post, they're worried about phone lines being secure and being careful not to share your ID. So everyone that found this message, they were beginning to wonder if this was not just a party or if something else was going on. So the very next day, the same day, and around the same time the party was supposed to happen, an assassination took place in Dubai. And this is where people just went crazy because they're like, what if it was them, like, type of thing. So, Mahmoud al-Mabu was the chief of logistics and weapons procurement for Hamas, their military wing, and he was assassinated in his hotel room on January 19, 2010. At 3 p.m. local time, Mahmoud was traveling alone under a fake name. Earlier the same day, he had crossed paths with a group of people that were later identified as also traveling with fake names. At 3.25 p.m., he checks into the hotel. He requests a room with no balcony and sealed windows to ensure that the only way in was the front door. At 3.51 p.m., the people that were sent to assassinate him arrive and go to the room across the hall from his room. At 4.25, Mahmoud leaves to go shopping. Meanwhile, the team of assassins break into his room and wait for him to come back. Mahmoud comes back four hours later at 8.24 p.m. He is immediately injected with a paralytic muscle relaxant and is killed by suffocation. At 10.46 p.m., the team of assassins are captured on security camera footage leaving the hotel. His body was discovered the next day, and it was a room service had discovered his door was locked from the inside and he was not responding and nowhere to be found, so they broke it or i don't know i guess they have a master key <laughs> yeah 
So initially it was believed to be a natural death until they looked at the camera footage and showed a team of people breaking into the room. I want to show you this just because I think it's interesting given the target of the assassination was a member of Hamas, obviously in the Middle East. Here are some of the passport photos of some of the suspects, which by the way, is a group of at least 26 people at this point oh that they're suspecting. All of the passports that they used are from Western countries. None of them are, you would think like Israel or some, somebody that has a problem with Palestine, you know? <laughs> so do you think that those messages were like gathering passports? Um, oh God, I don't know. I don't know about that. And I honestly am not even convinced, really, that this is connected. But it just happened to be such a big coincidence that this quote-unquote party at a hotel was supposed to happen where they're not supposed to show their IDs and they're worried about the phone lines being secure. And then this happens at a hotel the same day that it was... was but was it the same hotel? So they say it was a Marriott in their messages. Mm -hmm. And this is not a Marriott. So, no. I mean, hmm. I don't know. There's not, it's not totally, completely consistent, but there are enough similarities that obviously people are going to be like, oh my God, of course this is them. So who was this guy who got assassinated? Was He was the chief of logistics and weapons procurement for Hamas. Hmm. So yeah, I mean, the, the link to Lake City Quiet Pills is obviously not confirmed, and many people do not buy it. But there are coincidences, and, I mean, I think it's fun to go down the rabbit hole anyway. Mm -hmm. Another message was posted in the source code of LakeCityQuietPills.com in February after the party supposedly happened. And this is where it's just kind of ridiculous, the numbers that they throw out there. So, party bills. Here is the final for the party. Hotel rooms, 48,341. Limo, 6,080. Bus, 569. Bar bill, 18,890. Food, 8,030. Dancers, 8,300. Miscellaneous tips, 850. Miscellaneous expense, I guess expenses, 2840. Medical supplies, 180. Fat Tommy and Stu were okay, too. I guess somebody, quote unquote, got hurt there. <laughs> I don't know. And the grand total is 94,080. Almost $100,000. And then it says, you all did Dutch Milo proud. Thanks. Who would list out all that shit? Like, what? I don't know why that, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, why would you even tell everybody what Is this just like for? a troll? I don't know. So I'm going to explain kind of what the current consensus is. Uh-huh. And kind of how we got to that conclusion. And... Kind of right now is kind of how we, we kind of launch into that. So with that, I think we're going to take a break and then we'll kind of get into the investigative stuff. And you guys can all form your own opinion on what the hell is going on here. I am so fucking invested. Are you? I Really? This is the shit. <laughs> like, this is the kind of yes. thing I wish I knew about these things. Like... It's amazing that you even know about this. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? I don't even know how the fuck I found out about this. 
and it wasn't a long time ago. Like I, maybe I just found it on like one of those subreddits or like a post about like, I know it had to have been Reddit. Like, I don't think anybody else even knew about this. Like, I mean, even if it is just a troll, like doing the most, yeah, it's so interesting. Most. Yeah. Like, it's so interesting. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll, anyway. we'll be right back. All right. <laughs> be back in a sec. We're back. Hello. All right. So this enigmatic elixir, is that what it's called? Yeah. It's very hardcore. <laughs> it's very hardcore. It's super hardcore. I am almost thinking I may have made it stronger this time on accident. I think so. Okay. Well, whoops. Sorry. <laughs> so after these messages came out or were discovered on the source code of LakeCityQuietPills.com, more people started posting about it on Reddit and stuff and probably other forums too. I have no idea, but the people that were involved with that old guy's image host or Lake city quiet pills began to start encrypting their messages in the source code. So their messages would just be like strings of text or numbers or whatever that people would have to try to figure out how to crack it's kind of nuts that someone even thought to look at the source code for messages. I know, right? Who did that? <laughs> I don't know. And it wasn't even, like, the page that it was linked to. It was the page minus all the crap on the URL. Oh, like, wow. I, it's crazy to me, too. It's almost like these people that are doing this posted about it. Well, that <laughs> it certainly is a possibility. <laughs> so, they posted these encrypted messages... And this is another place where it kind of breaks down for me. So there was this video that I watched from, do you know of the YouTube called Nexpo? Mm-mm. He does a lot of like weird, creepy internet things. So in his video, he said that people would crack the codes. So the Lake City Quiet Pills people would use a different encryption method. And people would crack those, so they tried a different encryption method, all this kind of stuff, trying to thwart the people figuring out their messages. I spent hours today, today, because I was reading over this again, and I was like, what were those messages? I spent hours trying to find anywhere where anyone had posted a decrypted message. Mm -hmm. Couldn't find a thing. Hmm. I was looking everywhere, dude. That's sus. Yeah. But supposedly they just quit. Well, not supposedly. They did quit posting in the source code entirely. They're um, just using their Gmail accounts now. Just emailing. <laughs> probably. Privately. They're using Telegram or some shit. Just emailing privately. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Telegram. <laughs> or they're probably all just like old as fuck now. Morse code. <laughs> According to Nexpo... To date, there was only one code that has never been cracked. I really don't know where he was getting this information, just as a disclaimer. But I went and looked. It, it is still posted in the source code on a version of the website on the Internet Wayback Machine. But Internet investigators didn't stop looking into the mystery. They eventually found that some of the images on that old guy's image host, I guess when you could still see the images that were posted. Actually, I think you can still see... Some of them, maybe, because some of the websites I'll talk about later on, you could still see the images, but a lot of them would have just like broken links to images, you know. 
Anyway, they had a watermark on them that said drunkenstepfather.com. <laughs> what the fuck? So. Oh my god. Drunkenstepfather.com is a degenerate Ew, website I... that hosts images mainly of like naked celebrities and stuff. It's just a really cool and great website that you can go visit still yeah. to this day, I think. <laughs> I mean, I could, if you haven't showered in like a month and you have a bowl cut and you have <laughs> Cheeto encrusted fingers. This and you do probably, pee in a bucket. <laughs> this is probably the website for you. Yeah. Obviously, there was a crossover of content between DrunkenStepfather.com and That Old Guy's Image Host. Miley Cyrus, nipple of the day. Yeah, I have a screenshot Did you blur this for me? No, this actually took from the video. I'm so glad it's blurred. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Interestingly, if you do a forum search on DrunkenStepfather.com of just That Old Guy's Image Host, you'll find a thread created by a familiar name. Two six. The thread is actually 75 pages long and spans four entire years from 2010 up until the website's death in 2014. And by that, I mean that old guy's image host. The thread starts with a post by two six that says T-O-G-I-H is up. That old guy's image host. And below this, there are a plethora of other users thanking two six for their efforts and expressing excitement that they're able to begin uploading images. <laughs> Just so desperate. So. Photos. Photos. <laughs> yeah. Shade. Who is this Shade? He's doing the most. Shade is doing most. 2-6 is doing the most. Milo does the most. All of them do the most. They're all the same person. <laughs> it's um, you, Mallory. It's me! I did it all! <laughs> In 2000. Nine. <laughs> we lived together then. We lived together. It you was were always me. on your computer. I knew. I knew you were doing something. You oh had your God. computer at Dude, all times. What if you did have your computer at all times? I mean, yeah. Even I still have my computer at all times. <laughs> on page six, there is a comment by a user. This is the coolest username ever. They're named Satan six six six. Whoa, very creative. Yeah. <laughs> and they thank 2-6 for their efforts on the website, and they imply further that they are going way above and beyond, especially since 2-6 does not make any money from the website. <laughs> on, just, it's hard to, like, take this seriously when they're, it's all involving people with usernames that are dumb as fuck. Like, just <laughs> underscore grooving. Just underscore grooving. On May 10th, 2010, user just underscore Groovin makes a post complaining about pictures on that old guy's image host taking a long time to load. 2-6 responds that he's not sure why this is happening, lists some things that he has tried, and then asks for some suggestions. A separate interaction happens between a user named Predator24 and Satan666. Oh my god. <laughs> a Predator asks if it is a money issue that has the website running worse lately. Satan666 replies that Milo left 2625000 when he passed and that he seriously doubts it is a money issue. Satan even adds that he has tried to help pay for server costs and bandwidth multiple times and 26 wouldn't have it. 
He then tells Predator to stop complaining because 2-6 is doing them a favor for even keeping the website up in the first place. Over the next few months, a sudden barrage of comments would flood in about 2-6 heading out to a mission in Uganda, explaining the various server issues, supposedly. Uganda? Uganda. However, <sighs> yeah, by October 2010, user Satan666 would announce 2-6's eventual death. He references some correspondence he had with Shade about it. On the 31st, his living... This is a post by uh, Satan, right? Yeah. Oh, Shade. Oh, it's by... Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I remember now. So, it's a post. You know how you can, like, quote posts in Mm -hmm. some posts? Mm -hmm. So, this is actually in a post by Satan666, but he is copy and pasting this interaction he had with Shade. Okay. Uh-huh. So this message that he got from Shade says, On the 31st, his living will goes into effect, talking about 2-6, and the life support will be turned off. I've been working with 2-6 for almost 25 years. I never expected to see him like this. Dead, sure, but not falling apart in a hospital bed. Milo went last year, and now 2-6 looks to be checking out. We've had a real rough patch here. Two Sixes replacement will be taking over tomorrow. I've given him Two Sixes notes, and between us, we've deciphered most of it. With the notes and the kid we had in to work on the network for us, we don't expect any problems. Shade. This is like a little <laughs> dork at his computer with all these personalities. <laughs> like, no one... This is... <laughs> You know what I mean? It's Oh, yeah. I totally know what you mean. <laughs> Dead, sure. It's it, it's these... Yeah. It's, it's like the kind of... Um, it's too much detail. Or like yeah. too, too story-like, you know? It's like the story... Uh, it's like the script you would see like in a video game interlude. Yes, know? dude. Yes, dude. Or like a character in a TV show reading, like, a, a letter from somebody that they got, like, and it's just, like, too flat, like, the language is too... Yeah. Too well, not well written, but, like, do you know what I mean? You yes. Know what I'm trying to say? No. I haven't played video games in a really t- long time, but I'm just thinking of, like, Metal Gear Solid, where they have, like, the little interludes, and it's like, I wish it could be a joke. Truly, I do. <laughs> On the 31st, he's living... You know what I mean? Yes! Dead, mean? sure, but not falling apart in a hospital bed. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly, dude. Exactly! Oh my god. This guy's like writing his own like video game He's drama. Like or something. In the, yeah. Something. It, oh my god. This is hilarious. Okay, so this just shows how big fucking nerds Brent and I are. But we used to play a game together when I lived in. It was called Guild Wars 2. <laughs> and it was like like a World of Warcraft type of game where you could play online. Like, mm-hmm. just kind of the same thing, basically. Anyway, you could write, like, mail to each other. And, god damn it, I wish I had it to read to you right now. But he, and he was doing this jokingly because it was mm-hmm. just stupid. But he, like, wrote to me, like, he was some, he was like, my husband that was like off in another place and he was like how's um 
whatever fucking name he gave our supposed child and like I hope to get to see you again someday and like all this kind of shit. It was so stupid. But it's like that kind of thing, like kind of like overly dramatized. Yeah. Like, well, I used to write two door emails from Cooper, <laughs> and he'd write to Cooper back. <laughs> I'm like, hi, Dad. No way, dude. That's amazing. <laughs> I'd spell it all wrong. You spelling? Oh my errors. god. Like, hi, Dad. I missed my ball and like stuff like that. And he'd be like, hey, Coopy. It was so. Stupid. It's stupid, but it's but, cute. But like, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's like you're writing as another person and being dramatic on. I don't know. Yeah, like, you're trying to like word get it, into but... a character. Yes, exactly, exactly. That's what it is. So anyway, but I feel like that's what Brent does like weekly with his. Oh, he absolutely does. Dungeons yeah, and dragons. Yeah. He's an expert. What if it's Brent? Brent's the guy. Made this. Brent was Milo and two six and Shade and Satan six 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 and Predator and <laughs> Just Groovin. <laughs> just Groovin. Oh my God! So two six's replacement was a user named JP four, and in December of that year, Satan six 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 would officially announce it. JP four spent the next year trying to raise funds for that old guy's image host so they could continue posting the images. Why do they care about this fucking image host so much? Because they could get away with posting things they were not nipples normally to like able to post, I guess. I don't know. I mean, this was what over 10 years ago. So I don't know. What could they need to post? We were on the internet during this time finding the most disturbing things. Well, it was just their place to post it. I guess it was like they had a community, you know? Uh You know what I mean? Yeah. And it seemed pretty small. And they all, like, knew each other from drunken stepfather. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's disturbing. Yeah, it's crazy. So that old guy's image host would change owners several times over the next few years. Finally, being in the control of a user that posted on drunken stepfather named Madam Meow. In 2014, that old guy's image host would close forever. All of the former owners, except for Madame Meow, would vanish as well, leaving their online personas forever behind them. None of them, after the closing of that old guy's image host, ever posted again. When was the end of life? Says Madame Meow served as the admin October 2012 to end of life. 2014. Okay. So yeah, the the list of owners, Religion of Peace, then 2-6, then JP4, someone named Pierce, then someone named Bishop, then someone named Kim, and then Madam Meow. So if you look at the earliest snapshot of LakeCityQuietPills.com on the Wayback Machine, which is March 25th, 2004, you get a placeholder page, which lists the future website URL as nsim. E-N-S-I-M underscore basic dot rackshack.net. Pretty uneventful. Ensim was essentially a hosting automation software that was available for Windows PCs back in the early 2000s, which is likely why we see that word in the web address. But according to hosterstats.com, which is actually a historical registration database, I'm sorry, I know we're getting a little bit in the weeds here, but 
LakeCityQuietPills.com was first purchased in September of 2001 using a domain host named CrystalWind.com. CrystalWind.com is home to a startup company called Crystal Wind Consulting, run by a man named Mike, serving New Jersey and New York City. This, this is so weird. It's, it's all going to come into to focus. Just, <laughs> I mean, not all of it, but I, indulge me. I know it sounds like I'm going on a like complete so, different. How do we get to Crystal Wind? I, sorry. So on hosterstats.com, the historical mm-hmm. registration de- database, mm-hmm. it shows that Lake City Quiet Pills was first purchased in September of 2001, mm-hmm. and it lists their domain host as crystalwind.com. Okay, okay. So somebody found this and then looked into Crystal Wind. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> the weirdest vibe. I know. And this website, I mean, oh my god, can you get more, like, early internet than this? Nope. (laughs) It's crazy. So anyway, it was run by a man named Mike, serving New Jersey and New York City. The site advertised that they will host websites, create pages, scan original artwork or photographs, or host mailing lists. Mike proved to be very opinionated on politics and the state of world events. Which sounds a little familiar. Mm-hmm. He would post political things and controversial quotes on crystalwind.com because apparently he had no self-awareness at all posting that on your freaking business's website. <laughs> so, for instance, he posted a quote on Crystal Wind Consulting. It was a quote by Bill Clinton, and it just said... Something about, the quote says, yes, the president should resign. He has lied to the American people. He's, Bill Clinton was talking about Nixon. And then underneath it, Mike just says, Bill, and in all caps, take your own advice. <laughs> so, anyway. All right. <laughs> yeah. On October 5th, 1999, a link appeared at the bottom of the webpage that read, Don't use these email contacts. When you click this link, it takes you to a page with a bizarre assortment of nonsensical email addresses and website links. And clicking on them brings you like further and further into these weird lists of just word salad, basically. What the fuck? I know, it's weird, right? I don't understand what that is at all. I don't like it. I know, it's creepy. (laughs) It's really creepy. Let me just read just so people get an idea. So, the first one, it just says, Adult rareness, armament, unifiers, orb, pliers, swirl, gelatinous, almaden, bureaucracies, reading. Then it has some random email addresses. Then it says, lesbian, edifice, fight, sausage, lessons, helpful, Cicero. And then just a bunch of just other, like, just random words put together. And there's links and stuff, too. But it would, when you clicked on one of those, it would bring you to another page just like it with more word salad. I don't like it at all. Yeah. I don't. It was strange. If you go back to the homepage and click on the link titled Our Customers, you are met with an emoticon smiley face and this text. It says, 
The crystal wind is the storm, and the storm is data, and the data is life. Which is a quote from The Long Run, which I don't know if that's a book or what, by the author Daniel Keyes Moran. That seems, like, not important, but it comes into play later. So, the hell is happening? <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. It's just... <laughs> There are so many. This is like a rabbit hole I've never gone down before. Like, this is a <laughs> trip and a half, man. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I hope, I sincerely hope people can follow all of this. This is what I was worried about. It just being really confusing, especially no. since I give you a lot of visual aids and they're not going to have those. No, I, I'm following everything. It's just okay. like, it's just bizarre yeah it is so on june 13th of the year 2000 crystal wind the homepage, vanished entirely instead of promoting their company or obtaining new clients the only thing displayed on the homepage is the quote i just read to you and the website remained this way for the rest of the year in september 2001 after 9 11 the site changed it showed a message aimed at the perpetrators of 9-11 warning the, quote, pig-spawned lovers of goats that they can run but they can't hide and that the U.S. was coming for them. This message stayed up for years. Don't tread on me. Yeah. On April 1st, 2004, the website updated for the first time in years. It updated to the same placeholder page that we see in the first snapshot of LakeCityQuietPills.com. One that lists ensignbasic.rackshack.net as the URL of the future website. <laughs> I'm so excited to show you this. <laughs> so... <laughs> Can we just, okay, hang I, on. Yes. Hang on, because I'm wondering if you're thinking of the same thing I'm thinking of. So later versions of crystalwind.com actually host different, like, artworks and some 3D models of people and objects. So I have some of these up here. I want First, I want your thoughts, and then I want to talk about something. Tell me what this is again. What's happening here? What so, is this? <laughs> So what I think it is, is people that did like 3D digital art or like rendering or whatever. And the example I'm going to use right now is if you remember the lady on YouTube (laughs) (laughs) that made (laughs) viral vacuum. Viral vacuum. Viral vacuum. Look. Look up Viral Vacuum. The YouTube account is Mad Cat Lady. You'll know what I'm talking about. I see it. I think it was things that 3D artists like her could use mm-hmm. in their whatever the hell they're going to do. And these files were downloadable. Some of these zip files are still downloadable today. So I downloaded some. And But Mallory, <laughs> yeah. how does this relate to our story? What is... You'll see. Okay. Look, we're still talking about Mike. This is Mike's website. This is what Mike has been doing with Crystal, the website over the years. Crystal. Crystal Wind. Wind. 
This is on his website. Mike is important. Don't worry. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So some of these zip files are still downloadable today. And if you look at the read... This is what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. We're going on a little bit of a trail here because we're investigating the connection. And the connection takes a big detour. If you look at the readme.txt in some of the zip files, it lists the creating company as Cybergate Corporation. Holy shit, there's so many layers. There's, it just, yeah, there are. With a thank you section, thanking someone named Trent the Thief for allowing them to use their web space for their content. Then, if you dig into cybergatecorp.ch, you will come across a storefront that is similar to the pages found on Crystal Wind with the 3D art and crap. There are links to various websites, including one named 3D Commune Online Store. I obviously am not a 3D digital artist from the 90s and the early 2000s, So, like, I mean, like I said, I'm not sure exactly how to convey the purpose of these things that are on sale here, but I assume they're, like, 3D meshes for use in, like, digital 3D art or whatever the fuck. Can you describe what these look like, by the way? (laughs) What are you seeing here? (laughs) Um, Uncanny Valley. Yeah. It's very creepy, 3D rendered people... It's sexual. These are. The ones that I showed previously were not. But these are. Yeah. It's like World of Warcraft meets. It's like. um. Oh my god. Fucking Second Life. Do you know what Second Life is? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like that. It's like the Sims. It's like the Sims but shit. Well like old Sims maybe. But weirder. Yeah. I'm not liking that one. That I know. I I added that one to the last minute because I went back and looked at it. And I was like, I have to put that one on. That one really, <laughs> really disturbs me. You know, it's an animation, but it, it still doesn't help the fact that it's two men that look the same. So they're probably twins. And it says pleasure and pain. And their eyes, oh my God, their eyes are closed. They look like they're... Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. It's meant to provide facial expressions for pleasure and pain. I saw this. Vicky 3 preteen. Yes. There were some very unsavory things that they were selling on that website. Even though they were digital, it's still fucked up. That reminds me of the Susan Powell case. Josh Powell was forced to. He was forced to go through, like, sexual counseling because he had a lot of, like, animated porn that was, like, it would be illegal if it were real people. Right. But, like, this is trying to, like, be legal, but it shouldn't be. Like, it's, if you're Mm -hmm. looking at this. You know what you're doing if you're looking at this. You have a purpose and it's not a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you'll remember, Angel26 used a 3D modeling website as well and had an account on a forum for the 3D modeling software ZBrush. So, I mean, yeah, two separate people and, of course, multiple people in the 90s could be into 3D modeling. But, so what are we really trying to do here? What I'm trying to do here is to figure out, is Angel26 Mike 
is Trent Mike and is Trent slash Mike Angel 2-6 and is Religion of Peace also Angel 2-6. And what the hell is going on if this is just some random guy in New Jersey creating a whole persona of a crotchety old man who is into underage girls but also some kind of secret mercenary or whatever the hell the group of people, the job postings on lakecityquietpills.com is for? I don't know. So if you Google simply Crystal Wind and Mike, literally just Crystal Wind and Mike, one of the very first, it's not the top one, but it's like second or third results is archived emails somehow from Mike at the same Crystal Wind Consulting that we've been talking about. One of the email signatures on one of these emails lists the sender's name as Mike A. from Crystal Wind Consulting, but lists the contact email as Trent at CrystalWind.com. Another thing of interest is that the Religion of Peace account on Reddit has commented that he is a technical writer, and in Mike's email signature, he lists himself as a technical writer. Religion of Peace has also posted links to things created in ZBrush on Reddit. If you inspect the source code on the 2012 version of crystalwind.com, there are codes listed that are similar to the ones that were found in the source code of lakecityquietpills.com. And remember the quote from Crystal Wind by Daniel Keyes Moran? Mm-hmm. Religion of Peace has a comment on Reddit referencing the author. And I've never fucking heard of this guy in my life. People have dug through Religion of Peace's comments on Reddit and have also found that he and Angel26's Yahoo account misspell a specific word the same way. They both misspelled the word muriatic when talking about muriatic acid, which is hydrochloric acid, by the way. What the fuck would you ever say that for? Yeah, well, guess what? Both were talking about how to clean concrete. Well, Religion of Peace, specifically, was talking about how to clean up blood from concrete on a Reddit post titled, What's the Best Way to Dispose of a Body? Uh, uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh is right. So, like I told you earlier, there's a YouTube account called Nexpo. He did a lot of this investigating that I just talked about with the Crystal Wind crap. Shout out, he's awesome. His video is very informative. He actually hired some private investigators to look into this further. So they were able to find an old email address, zombu108 at gmail.com, that was from 2009 and linked to Angel26, which is prior to Lake City Quiet Pill's existence. When searching with this email address, it is tied to a Michael A., age 67, and his address is in New Jersey. So, in a lot of people's minds, this pretty much ties up the mystery. Mike is a dude in New Jersey, has a penchant for unsavory things on the internet, but doesn't want to get in trouble, so he makes alternate identities on the internet that he kills off in order to keep himself safe. Yeah. So the most recent owner of LakeCityQuietPills.com, if you remember, was Madame Meow, a user on DrunkenStepfather.com. In September 2017... Her account on Drunken Stepfather was hacked and deleted. The whole forum was fucking shook. 
She was apparently like a staple of the community. Even the owner of the website went on and commented because I guess some people were like accusing him of deleting her account. <laughs> and he said <laughs> basically that he would never delete her contributions because she was the quote star of Drunken Stepfather and that without her, there is no Drunken Stepfather. Who gives a shit? <laughs> drunken Stepfather. He says, it looks like someone got into the back end of the forum, and not in a good way, not a way we'd like to all watch get into a back end, but in, at, in an asshole way and deleted her account. Oh, funny. Yeah, he's a really cool person. He says her account was targeted specifically, and he has no idea why. Now, hacks like this are par for the course on the internet. Why does this even matter? Big deal. Well, when backing up and considering the scope of everything we've seen so far... The accounts of Shade, 2-6, JP4, Bishop, Kim, Pierce, and Satan666, all owners or people connected to Lake City Quiet Pills, all of their accounts are gone. They have disappeared from the internet, wiped. This is weird because 2-6 had supposedly died, so who wiped his account? Well, as I said, there are subreddits for everything under the sun on Reddit, so naturally... There is a Lake City Quiet Pills subreddit as well, which is r slash Lake City Quiet Pills if you're interested. Six years ago, a Reddit user by the name Retirement Plan LCQP made a post. It reads, it's time to stop. These people are very rich, but that money does not come from Merck work. Shade and Milo were software engineers at a later stage of their life due to injuries sustained in combat. Maybe not Shade, but he still went that route as well. Their jobs were organizing heists slash smuggling ops. Simple as that. This is why recruitment was largely language-based. Merc work does pay well, but not well enough to net you millions for operations when your team is only a few men large. That money does not come out of thin air and lets you buy heavy weaponry. Some of these posters slash members have no background in Merc work. They do, however, have work in public and private transportation. Milo is definitely real and at a later part of his life started relieving his duties and gave it to others who'd continue his work. His hobbies were comp sci, web hosting, programming, 3D modeling, jacking off and organizing jobs as he spent a third of his life on the web. His organization went under after Shade's suicide, in parentheses, he had cancer anyways, and I think the new one has been operating for three years. I will respect their privacy, and hopefully this gives people closure. The initial belief that it's a PMC, which means private military company, stationed in Africa is wrong. Milo had right-wing leanings and recruited like-minded people. Look up what Rhodesia actually means to people nowadays and you will understand. South Africa is still deemed their home due to the real estate they kept buying up, but they've operated across the world. Also easy to find desperate like-minded people there. A message to the LCQP. I cleared your tracks. Have a good one. All of these messages have the same, like, penchant for dramatics, like... I know what you mean. It's... There is a theme, for sure. There's a, a similarity. 
this post on Reddit was made one day before Madame Meow's account was hacked and deleted. Nothing else happened since this hack, and Religion of Peace's Reddit account didn't post anything else because he was supposed to be dead, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I just lied to you. Because nine months ago, Milo rose from the grave to post a message to the good people of r slash Lake City Quiet Pills after 14 years. What? After 14 years of silence on Reddit, the account made a post. I'm going to do my best to convey this post to you because it's got some code in it with some random letters and symbols and crap. The title of the post is simply a URL. It says HTTP colon forward slash forward slash yellow slinky.com it has some and apparently someone in the comments said this is a sql command which i should know because i fucking started learning that forever ago and i fucking <laughs> sequel yeah <laughs> sequel <laughs> but i fucking forgot all of it by now anyways it has some of that text and then it says striker re figured it out what I did was copy the index.html file from the root directory and paste it into all other directories that we don't want people to be able to browse. And it says, quote, Randall Graves. And then it says, so the only way to get on from the outside is by using the URL, HTTP, blah, 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 www.yellowslinky.com. Right now, no one knows about it, but I'll probably end disabling maybe means end up disabling, before I start posting pics that are linked to it. And I'm sure it is against my contract. That's why I resisted my urge to bitch at them. And then it has some other code, and then it says Randall Graves again, and more code. So, I remember... Mallory upvoted it. I did, because I remember seeing this post, and at first I was like, oh, this is just some... I looked at it and was like, this is just some spam crap. Like, what the fuck is this shit? And then I, like, read the comments, and then people were literally flipping their shit. And I was like, oh, fuck, who posted this? And then it was Religion of Peace, and I was like, what? He hadn't posted it in 14 years. Like, I was like, what the fuck, dude? Why did you upvote this? What what subreddit is this in? Lake City Quiet Pills. Oh, I upvoted it just because I was like, damn, he's back. (laughs) Oh, I didn't. Okay. I thought you realized that later. Okay. I realized it after I read the comments. I upvoted it after that. Okay. I upvoted this nine months ago. Like, this is just in my Reddit history. (laughs) Anyway. So, yeah. I mean, I was like, oh, shit. What the fuck, dude? What the hell is happening here? So, obviously, internet detectives got back to work, and here's what they found. So, a Reddit user posted a comment on Religion of Peace's post saying that essentially what this is is a message between someone named Stryker and someone named Randall Graves. The original message was sent on Wednesday, January 14th, 2009, and this is within a couple of weeks of yellowslinky.com being registered effective January 1st of 2009. The user later made an edit to their comment saying, so yellowslinky.com makes an appearance January 12th, 2009 on guess where 
from guess who? Randall Graves. This, by the way, is on drunkenstepfather.com. His comment says, I'm calling 100% not hacked and 100% not accidental. ARG, maybe. And then he made another edit and said, Stryker is also a drunken stepfather forum user, so this is a leaked forum PM from the two users. The rest of the comments on the post are just like, whoa, religion of peace commented again, or whatever. And then stating their opinion on whether religion of peace, if the account was hacked, or if it's an ARG, which you know what an ARG is. An alternative resource group? An (laughs) alternate reality game. So it's like, (laughs) if you were going (laughs) to... ARG is an alternative resource group in my work. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So sometimes people who decide to get really creative with their marketing will create these types of internet mysteries for people to like get obsessed with and go down the rabbit hole only to find out they're promoting a movie or a game or something like that. That was at Bonnaroo. Do you, I don't think you were there. I was at Bonnaroo. I think it was 2011. It was, I think it was the before Paul McCartney played these, um, these people came so there were like these airplanes came over the sky. It was at night and dropped these paragliders oh, down. I was there. It was the Arcade Fire show. Oh, it was Arcade Fire. Yeah. You were there. I was there because I fell asleep during the Arcade Fire show. But then I woke up and then I saw this purple like yes. glittery cloud above me. Okay, and I was okay. like, what the fuck so, is this shit? Yes. This was before I even knew what a fucking drone was. Like, I yes. didn't even fucking know what was Well, going it wasn't on. drones. They dropped these paragliders out and they were dropping all these like little helicopter paper things with these like led flashing lights on them and it made the sky this like twinkling purple Mm -hmm. galaxy it was amazing dude and these these things fell from the sky and then you would get that you would pick them up off the ground and it was it had like a really cryptic message i remember what it It ended up being a marketing thing for five gum Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. But what it was the, fuck, the dude? literal craziest thing I've ever experienced in my life. I yes. Like, what is this beautiful It looked thing? so beautiful and cool. And I was like, did I get slipped some LSD? Like, what is going on? Okay, so it was 2010. Like- <laughs> Arcade Fire, a.k.a. my favorite band. Aren't two of them married? Yeah, but apparently he, like, had... There's allegations or something. Of course. Oh, God. Everyone has allegations these days. There's allegations that I touched Mallory's butt once. (laughs) I'm being canceled now. (laughs) Actually, do you know when it was that you touched my butt? I made... Do you Speaking of fucking Reddit, do you remember the subreddit that had to do with those fucking shitty-ass comics that was like... There was always the last panel with someone going, Fuck! Oh, yeah. You remember? I feel... Yeah. So, I remember we were at... Oh, my God. It was at the masquerade, but I don't remember. It might have been, like, Holy Ghost or something that we saw. Oh, my God. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember exactly. I feel like it was either Holy Ghost or Washed Out. And... <laughs> no. 
Okay, I'm sorry. You didn't touch my butt. You touched the butt of the guy in front of me. <laughs> and he turned around and looked at me. And I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. I wasn't me. <laughs> and canceled. Mallory's canceled. Of course he's not going to believe me. So anyway, I made a little fucking stupid comic about that and posted it on Reddit. It's dumb. Anyway. <laughs> okay. God, I don't even know where I am now. These marketing campaigns. Oh, yeah. We were talking about ARGs. So, yeah. People were like, this is totally an ARG. There's no way he obviously rose from the dead to post this. So, not long after this post was made, a user made a post on that same subreddit, Lake City Quiet Pills subreddit, saying they got a message from a random account that read, Lake City Quiet Pills was never a porn circle. Just a group of individuals with same beliefs trying to earn a dollar, like everyone is. This has all been so interesting. Thank you for the reads. No one will ever know the people involved or the true story, as it should be. Mike, he's intricate, to say the least. I'll leave you with two things. Before Watergate and Vietnam, the American public as a whole believed everything it was told. And since then, it doesn't believe anything. And both of these extremes hurt us because they prevent us from recognizing the truth. Fear not the night. Fear that which walks the night. And I am that which walks the night. But only evil need fear me. And gentle souls sleep safe in their beds because I walk the night. 313333302044656365636D62657 And after this guy wrote this, he immediately got up and went to the dinner table and his mom put a plate of lasagna in front of him. (laughs) Yeah. So... The bit about Watergate and Vietnam is actually a quote from Mike slash Trent's favorite author, Daniel Keyes Moran. And someone was able to decipher that code that I just read out to you in, t- in its entirety. It reads... Boops, boops, boops. <laughs> <laughs> boobless. <laughs> boobless! Oh my god, dude. Hello, boobless. Hello, boobless. Boobless. <laughs> So the code reads, 1330, December 5, bring tools. <laughs> so nothing newsworthy happened on December 5th of last year. And, of course, everyone on the Lake City Quiet Pills subreddit was latching on to the only thing that could possibly be related, if you believe that message was real, is an attack on a power substation that happened in North Carolina. The date is not exact. It happened on December 3rd instead of December 5th. But you can choose to believe things change, I guess. So on December 3rd, 2022, somebody shot up power substation in North Carolina in Moore County, which is kind of weird because less than two weeks prior to the attack on the substation, the FBI had actually sent out a report where they stated that there had been an increase in reported threats to electric infrastructure from people who espouse 
quote, racially or ethnically motivated violent extremist ideology. So I guess this is a thing that has been happening for some reason. So the substation was severely damaged by gunfire. And later, a second substation was also attacked, which power went out in the whole county or whatever. Anyways, they thought the attack was targeted and malicious. And in reality, the motives they were thinking for this attack were because there was a drag show or something going on in the county. And they were thinking that... Oh, oh. I know, right? (laughs) Anti-LGBTQ people were like, "Uh uh-uh, we're going to shut off power and you're not allowed. You can't say it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So I really have no belief that that is connected, but I figured it was worth mentioning because people were going down that trail. Another post on... Reddit was made by someone who had found a thread on a hacking forum. Oh, okay. So this kind of explains a lot. So there is a hacking forum called Breach Forums. And someone posted on there, there was a thread discussing the mystery of Lake City Quiet Pills. And this guy pops in and he's like, hey, Nexpo hired me for this video to do some research on these guys. And I'm willing to share details of what I found while I was investigating. So I'm going to read, it's a long post, but I'm going to read the entire post and it kind of ties up some things. This is, I'm getting to the end here. Okay. So, (laughs) so here it is. It says, I fear all of the information I post might end up sparking another investigation. Ha ha ha. I haven't watched the video in some time referring to Nexpo's video, and I also haven't looked through all my notes in a while, so I might be a little dusty and potentially may repeat some details, so bear with me. I'll post more over time as I remember and retrace my steps. I'll start with the forum, though. A few things to get out of the way first. One, I gained access to, and currently own, the Religion of Peace Reddit account. Two, I previously gained administrator access to the Drunken Stepfather Forum, which plays a larger role in the story than many think. Three, I do not hold the belief these people are mercenaries in any capacity. I believe Lake City Quiet Pills was a distribution platform for revenge porn and child pornography, only to be turned into an ARG to mess with people when they notice something weird going on. Something I can confirm with absolute certainty is that Religion of Peace and Angel 2-6 are the same person, Mike Adams from New Jersey. I know this due to the fact that the Zombu108 Gmail email address is owned by Mike Adams, which was connected to the Angel 2-6 Gawker account. When I checked breaches for email addresses associated with Mike's Crystal Wind website, I was able to use one of the breached credentials to access the Religion of Peace Reddit account. Bingo. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. Something that Nexpo and many others have alluded to is that Lake City Quiet Pills was all done by a hardcore role-playing group, but there is evidence to the contrary that couldn't be released for obvious reasons specifically surrounding the deletion of a number of Drunken Stepfather's users' accounts. 
I'll name a few here that may be recognized. Kim slash Dustoff, Shade, Bishop, 2-6, JP4, Pierce. There are some that were involved in Lake City Quiet Pills and were staff of Drunken Stepfather, but are not publicly known or mentioned to my knowledge. Fetus <laughs> slash Satan666. I think, I guess those are the two are the same people. Jesus Martinez, Madame Meow, and Moses Cohen. I don't know who that is. When I gained access to administration powers for Drunken Stepfather, I found that Drunken Stepfather used a plugin called AE Detector. It is a plugin that basically detected when IP addresses had multiple accounts tied to it to prevent ban evasion or account sharing, etc. Additionally, each post allowed you to view what IP address belonged to the user at the time of the post. I was able to confirm that there were multiple instances of these users sharing an IP address out of New Jersey. JP4, Pierce, Bishop, Kim, Angel26, and Shade. I confirmed that Pierce and JP4 share the same IP address. I was also able to confirm that Satan666 and Fetus shared multiple IP addresses out of Texas. I believe that the drunken stepfather admins Moses Cohen and Jesus Martinez, along with the moderator, Madam Meow, and it says in parentheses, aka Kate, I can't recall her name, but she is not hard to find at all, aided Mike in keeping his identity private. I can confirm those three individuals' identities and that they are actual living, breathing humans. I believe they were helping him because he provided not one, but two image hosting platforms for Drunken Stepfather that has loose guidelines for hosting potentially illegal and shady porn. Now, when I say there were two image hosting platforms, that's because Lake City Quiet Pills wasn't the predecessor. The original image hosting website is seemingly lost to time, but I found traces of its existence on Drunken Stepfather as well as discussion in private DMs during its setup. In parentheses, he says, I made a post about this on the Religion of Peace Reddit account if you're curious. I've been wanting to look more into it, but have been busy with other work, so I thought posting about it on the Religion of Peace account would essentially crowdsource free help for me. Lol. It was called Yellow Slinky, and it primarily hosted celebrity nudes, cam whores, and revenge porn. So that, I'm not done with this post, but that cryptic post that Religion of Peace posted, he's saying that it was him, this private investigator yeah. dude, this hacker dude. But why would he want to, like, promote that? Well, he's saying that it would help him find out more about it, I guess, but he didn't say, hey, can you guys help me out with this? He just posted this cryptic message on Reddit about yeah. it. It's like, really to weird. Get, to get, like... It makes me question who this guy is. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. I Dude, I don't know. It's man. like trying to get upvotes or... May, yeah, but like it's not even kind his of account. Like, like, who cares? He's trying to get, like, some kind of, like... I don't know what to say. Like, steam? Well... Either he was just, like, getting off on, like, perpetuating the mystery 
or he really just has no clue what the fuck he's doing and he just like posted this thing without any context at all that I, I find think weird. he posted because he knew it would like stir the pot right that's what I'm thinking too but it's like why why dude just for fun maybe I don't know because it's already like this huge mystery so he's like oh I'll post um, this code yeah. <laughs> let me come back from the grave as Milo so it says, anyway, Mike provided them a service to host their shady content, and seemingly in exchange, they'd tried to protect his multiple identities. The reason I believe they knew and protected him was due to the existence of the AE detector, as well as the day when all of the Lake City Quiet Pills and Drunken Stepfather accounts were deleted. They had to have known he was signing into multiple accounts as it would create alerts for the admins and mods to whenever it was tripped. Also, whoever deleted the accounts had administrator privileges. I'm still not entirely sure who did it, but I believe it may have been Satan666. I know that it was not Mike himself, as none of the Lake City Quiet Pills characters had administrator or moderator privileges. And then he lists out a timeline of events of this AE detector or whatever. It shows basically when somebody trips the detector, like signs on or whatever, and then when somebody edits something, and then it shows when an account is deleted. It says, killed user Kim, killed user Bishop, killed user 26, killed user JP4, killed user Pierce, Satan, Shade, Fetus, and then killed user admin somehow. And then finally killed user Madam Meow. The interesting thing that I thought is based on Nexpo's video, it didn't seem like all of these accounts have been deleted at the same time. But literally on this comment here, all of them were deleted together within minutes of each other. So they were all deleted at the same time. Because he made it sound like in his video like... The Madame Meow's account had been deleted and it was like this crazy thing. But in reality, and he had already like, everyone else had already disappeared or whatever. Yeah. But in reality, they all were deleted on September 23rd, 2017 at 8.30 p.m. So it was almost like he made it seem like these people left, but another person was taking it on. Right. And, still... and they were deleted, but in reality, they weren't. Yeah. Hmm. It just says something about somehow there was contention over Satan 666. Many people didn't like him and there was discussion of him being potentially kicked out of the staff. So if he was the one to do this, maybe it was a way of saying F you to the rest of the staff. He says it's just speculation. A few other things I looked into. I mean, this is him talking. I believe Reddit user U slash Avenger, who is Kim who was one of the owners of LakeCityQuietPills.com for a while. He assumes that, so she has a Reddit account called Dust Off Avenger, and he thinks this is a legitimate account belonging to Mike or someone else who I will mention shortly. He says, if you aren't aware of this account yet, they were posting what seemed to be red herring encoded messages onto the Lake City Quiet Pills out of Africa subreddit before it was shut down. So they had a subreddit. They locked people out of it, if I remember correctly. 
there's some subreddits where you have to have permission to view. And every time I would try to go to it, I couldn't access it. But it's been long since wiped off Reddit. I don't know why. But he says, my reason for believing this account to be legitimate is because publicly Kim slash Dustoff has only ever been referred to as Dustoff. The Avenger part of the username was seemingly a new addition. However, Kim's Lake City Quiet Pills email address, as found in private DMs on Drunken Stepfather, was dustoffavenger at lakecityquietpills.com. He continues, Now, as for Kim, there's a small chance that Kim is Mike's daughter, Kimberly Scholl. I think it is more than likely some kind of weird tribute to her, though. I have no data to back this up. It is really just a hunch. Anyway, that is just a small bit in regard to the forum. I have pages and pages of notes and conversations I would have to sift through to paint the whole picture, which I can do over time if people care enough. I would potentially be willing to drop the database as well after I do some cleanup on it and remove Nexpo's details from it. So, I remember finding Kim's Reddit account a few years ago when I got into this mystery, Dust Off Avenger. And reading all the comments and posts and being like, what the fuck is this person? Because from her post and comment history, A, she claims she is a pilot who flew for a private military company and flew for Milo and his group of people. Basically insinuating that they were a private military company as well. Also, (laughs) she claims to be bisexual, but... Posts crude comments on not safe for work posts on Reddit. The comments that she posts, I would be like, damn, this lady has no shame. Like, dude. Her account is still active. You can look it up. But now, after I read that thing from the quote unquote private investigator, it all kind of makes sense now that this would be another account of Mike's. That he could just be gross on the internet with. Mm-hmm. Like, acting like Obviously. this lady. yeah. So, and that that post from the private investigator was one of the things I didn't know about. And I found out. Like, I had never seen that before. Mm. So, it kind of tied a lot of the shit together. That all these people were Mike. And... Was that what made you want to talk about the story? No. I found that while I was doing the episode. I just wanted to do this because there was, like, some weird, like, possible mercenary shit or a sex ring or, like, it's just a weird internet mystery. Yeah, but, but now it just kind of seems like a sad <laughs> idiot. Yeah. So, yeah, the takeaways from that post to me are that the person that made the post is is the one who posted the new Religion of Peace post on Reddit. Mike is multiple people, which we had already gathered, but did not really know how many personas he created. And that all of the Lake City Quiet Pills people's accounts on Drunken Stepfather were nuked on the same day. And that all of this is likely an elaborate cover-up for a perverted dude that wanted to make sure he wasn't caught for illegal internet activity. Questions still remain, though. What the hell are those job postings? If that aspect of it isn't real, then why even bother? Just create the fake personas and kill off the people like you did and be done. What the fuck? Well, the private investigator, quote unquote, never got to post any more in that thread, as far as I can tell by looking at the web archive of breach forums. 
because on March 21st, 2023, Breach Forums was shut down following the arrest of the forum's owner, <laughs> Connor Brian Fitzpatrick. He was identified as connected to the 2021 Robinhood Markets data breach and a data breach of Twitter in 2022. Wait, you know that our friend works at Robinhood. Yeah. So, yeah, on March 15th of this year, Fitzpatrick was arrested by law enforcement and charged with conspiracy to commit access device fraud. On June 23rd, 2023, so just a month ago, the ClearNet domains for breach forums were seized by the FBI, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Office of the Inspector General, and the Department of Justice in accordance with a seizure warrant issued by the U.S. District of Court for Eastern Virginia. I don't know why there's so many fucking people involved, but anyway. so at all these insignias. Yeah, and there's like Scotland police. What the hell? What's that? So I looked this up because I saw this and I was like, no way is this real. Because when you go to Breached Forums, it's called, uh, the URL is breached.vc, I think. This is what you see right here. And I was like, so, it's going to be another rabbit hole. But when I have gone onto the deep web... There are some websites that... The deep web? The deep web. Like the... Deep, the dark net. <laughs> yeah, but... So you get on the dark web? Mallory. Occasionally, I have... You've ventured. dabbled? I've dabbled. I have not dabbled very much because I'm afraid. But... <laughs> I don't want the FBI to show up at my door. But... <laughs> um, that reminds me of Josh Duggar. Oh, my God. They, Dude, I... Look. I'm not seeking out that kind of stuff. Anyway. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I know. So I had seen at one point in the past, because the FBI will shut down websites mm-hmm. on the dark web for whatever. And I've seen stuff similar to this before. Mm-hmm. It's just a graphic. It says... This domain has been seized, and then it has, like, the website's name and logo, and then it just shows, like... What's BF? Breached forums. So, it was the name of the the hacker forum. (laughs) So, but I saw this little graphic of this little dude in cuffs. So, the owner, Connor, whatever the hell his name is, Fitzpatrick, his username on breached forum was... Pom Pom Perrin, which is this Sanrio character. But I thought it was weird that they had him in cuffs. So I was like, this can't be real. Like, it's just somebody putting this graphic up for laughs or something. I don't know. But when I Googled it. This does not look official. It doesn't. But multiple other websites have this fucking Matrix background and it has the same shit, and it just has different logos for whatever jurisdiction it's like a- applies to it. So I think I think it might be real. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the graphic designer's like, "You want to change this website? <laughs> I'm gonna give you a graphic that'll definitely be changed this website." I feel like it's some <laughs> fucking idiot in the FBI that really doesn't know what they're doing. They're like, "Yeah." Uh-huh. <laughs> like, All right, I got a cool graphic I found yeah. on, on Adobe Stock. I'm going to pull that yeah. in. Gonna, here we go. Yeah. And then they somehow edited the 
Sanrio character to have handcuffs on it. it that's, that's a nice touch. Nice really touch. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. I don't know. So, anyway, there is no real conclusion to this story. Except, I just, what is this world? Right. Like, dude, how do we get from cavemen to this, dude? What? <laughs> What's wrong? It's man-man. <laughs> yeah. I just remember it being so intriguing when going down the rabbit hole. When I first found out about it, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, what is going on? And then found out more about Mike. I didn't know about Mike until later. So, but I mean, that's all I got for you, man. The, uh, you guys can draw your own conclusions. I'm pretty sure this is Mike being a weirdo. I don't know. So Mike is one man. Mike is one man. Doing it all. Doing it all. Perverted. Is a connoisseur of child material. Perverted and just attention-seeking, maybe? Probably. I think you're right about that, because he seems to not be shy in his... He's like, I want to be the boss of the internet. I'm the best. Yeah. I think he's oh, a little I died. cocky. Yeah. Oops, I died. Here's my new predecessor. <laughs> Oops, he died. Here's his new predecessor. Yeah. This is our story. Get this to know us. This is our story. <laughs> Welcome to the real world. I want to meet Mike in real life. Mm. I don't want to meet him, but I do just to see, like, what the fuck is up with you, dude? I bet you anything. He's, like, morbidly obese. Mm. And like, doesn't leave the house. Maybe he has like, he's sitting at, he's in his bed. He's like a blobfish, and then he has screens all over his bed, and he has a type a typewriter, a keyboard. He probably has like this girl next door that gets <laughs> his groceries for him and brings them in. It's like opens his Cheetos for him. <laughs> Mike, Mike, you fucking up in life, dude. He's like, oh, God, Mike, I know person now. <laughs> Bruh. So, yeah, that's all I know about it. Except there's some other crap, like, there's someone named Jero that is involved, apparently, that Kim, Dust Off Avenger, says was the best sexual partner for life. <laughs> and he is, like, tied to... Either Angel 2-6 or Satan or something. I don't know. I bet they have their own anime animal character that pairs with them. He's a furry. And they have, like, comics they make of each other. It just feels like that kind of thing. I just don't know, like, because this private investigator, which I don't... Calling him a private investigator, I think, is too much because I think it was just some random, like... Hacker. Well, Ms. Paradise is also a private investigator, but she didn't even know that Rudy Farias was living at home with his mom the whole time when she was looking for him. <laughs> you know, private investigators. <laughs> I mean, do you get a degree in that? Like, <laughs> I don't know. What do you have to do to become a private investigator? Just put PI at the end of your name. I don't know. Should that be my new job? I'm Mallory PI. Because I would love to do that. Yeah, you'd be good at it. Honestly, I think you would be phenomenal at it. We should open up a detective Dude. agency. Can we do it? Can we do it? 
Can we do it? You and I both have the prowess. We have the instinct. The, it's the instinct. And that's the, intuition. the thing. You like know what to look for. Yeah. And you have done some impressive work <laughs> in the past. Me? Me? <laughs> I cannot mention here, but. What are you talking about? <laughs> we'll edit this out. When you found the. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. You have to, you have to be aware. You have to be aware. I was like, whoa. <laughs> it's like, she's serious. She, yeah, she is like, she's not gonna playing around. find you, bitch. Yeah. She's gonna find you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, thank you, ChatGPT, for this drink. Elixir. Uh, oh. Equestrian elixir. Equestrian. <laughs> what did it say? Equestrian. Oh, oh, what Enig- Enigmatic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for this horse drink. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a tranquilizer. I'm going to be put down tonight. Goes. Goddamn. That was good, Mallory. That was. I. I hope it was good. I hope it didn't get too convoluted and like. I mean, it was convoluted. But it wasn't your fault that it was convoluted. It's just so much like... It's just convoluted. You gotta follow this weird trail to get to, oh, Mike is doing this shit. It was as clear as you could possibly make it. Cool. I mean... Okay, good. It was convoluted because it was. It was we don't lose that's you just, guys. That's just <laughs> the nature of the beast. But I'm glad you liked it. It makes me feel better. It was weird because at first I was like, okay, this is some kind of weird sex ring for like wealthy people. But then... I, like, in the end, I was like, mm, I think this is just, like, a really lonely, sad yeah. curve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in reality, I think that's what it is. It's just, he must have been really bored, man. He wanted to be seen as a mercenary, though. Like, yeah. Like, he wanted people to be seen. Well, he created Religion of Peace, like, this war hero. Like, he wanted people to think, like, oh... There's some kind of mercenary action going on here. Mm-hmm. But we all know he was just a perv. Perv. So he is still kicking. Oh, yeah. He's still kicking somewhere in New Jersey. Hmm. His full name, if you care to know, is Mike Adams. So generic enough to where I'd never be able to find out who he is. <laughs> hmm. Do you know what he looks like? Mm-mm. No clue. I do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can see it so clearly. <sighs> Amazing episode. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. So yeah. Anyway, that's all I got for you. Please check us out. Look, I probably should have said this way a long time ago. But look at the Instagram posts because I'm going to post some of these things that we described to you that you may not be able to really picture otherwise. And then, uh, so we're at Rabbit Hole Happy Hour on Instagram. I'll post the same stuff on our Facebook group. It's just called Rabbit Hole Happy Hour. Request to join if you have not. And if you have any other revelations or you know, more details than I do, which I would be very surprised if you did, but <laughs> give us, shoot us an email at Okay, Rabbit Hole. calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Expert. 
Um, shoot us an email at rabbitholehappyhour at gmail.com. Also use that method if you would like to correct me on anything. Correct her. <laughs> Instead of leaving a bad review. <laughs> if you want to leave a review that is good, however, please do so on Apple or on Spotify. Yeah. Got anything else you want to convey to the world? Nope. Do you know what you're doing next time? Well, I had started that one story, but... Yeah, I think I'm going to keep going with it. Okay. I'm really interested in that, by the way. I mean, I'm just, like, disturbed on a daily basis. <laughs> I I want a mystery like this. I want to do something like this. Not crime That's not, like, really, someone like, being harmed and, like... Bodily mutilation. Yeah, but this, yeah. this story, I think, it's it caught my attention. I'm going to just keep going with it. But... I'd like to do something that doesn't involve death, if we can find yeah. something. Because it's, it's that's why I, I mean it was kind of fun to do this one because it wasn't so fucking depressing. It was just weird. Yeah, I want to find something weird or something like religious or something culty or something like paranormal or something like that. Yeah, the murder. It can. Take a toll on you. Yeah. And we do very have we very heavily have been hitting on murders. And you know what? That's not really the purpose of our podcast. No, it's not. It's rabbit hole happy hour, which means anything that sends you down a rabbit hole, which this fucking did. And it could be anything. It doesn't have to be true crime. Yeah. For sure. It's just that true crime it's is, all around is us a rabbit all the time. hole. <laughs> and Most we're of the time. very interested in that. Yeah. <laughs> I just gotta branch out. Yeah. Gotta branch out, spread my wings. Spread your wings. Spread your legs and fly away. (laughs) 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 All right. That's us for tonight. That's a wrap. (laughs) See you next time. On Rabbit Hole. Bye-bye.